Today we're being joined by Sydney Swans AFLW Academy draftee Kendra Black and Kendra, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Now, tell us a bit, bit about yourself, what type of player you are, and what got you into footy. Yeah, so I started footy when I was in Year Six with the local under twelves team. It was the first like youth girls team around my area. Um, I've always been around sport and um, played a lot of sport growing up, and yeah, my played so I always sort of was at his games and really enjoyed it so then I started when I could and then um yeah we'll play now um was playing soccer before footy so was playing soccer from a pretty young age I think I started when I was like five um but I had to stop that a couple of years ago because it was just too much with footy yeah yeah I'm a I'll describe myself as like a tall forward who's strong in the air with a good kick um or the rock yeah, that's fair. So obviously, part of the Swans Academy. How how did that opportunity come about, and how you've enjoyed it so far? Yeah, I've loved it. I um was in the lucky enough to get selected in the first lot of the academy youth girls. Um, so I've been with them since the start, which has been so cool. Like all the coaches are amazing. Um, they've just got so much knowledge, and it's really helped me with my footy. Um, but yeah, I've especially this like last couple of years, it's been great. To um yeah, focus with a lot of other girls on um improving our skills and yeah. So, so if one of your first games, you just casually kicked three and at eighteen disposals with six tackles as well against the Bush Rangers. How was that game for you while having twenty five hit outs as well? Just a pretty awesome all round performance there. Yeah, that was definitely uh, probably my best game of the season. Um, yeah, I was shocked when I came off and heard, but um yeah, no, I really. <laughs> game it was obviously look I was just it was great the girls played amazing like I couldn't have done any of it without them but um mm. yeah that was it was so good got to move into the forward which was good but um yeah it was mainly in the ruck which yeah. was but yeah I definitely prefer the forward line getting kick, kick a couple snags but um no that was definitely a great game to play in yeah. that's good so I'm gonna assume you're saying that, that that's the best game is that the best game you feel that you've ever played not just this season but ever played in Oh, it's got to be up there, probably top three, I reckon. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, have you kicked any more? What's the most goals you've ever kicked in a game in any level? Um, oh, I don't know. Probably five, maybe, when I was younger, I think. That's good. So, obviously, being in the Swans Academy and also obviously also playing for the Allies. So, how did that opportunity come out to play for the Allies? And how did you feel once you were first told you'd be part of the championships team for the Allies? Yeah, that was like... A big shock. That was definitely my biggest, one of my biggest goals for this year. Um, mm. It was crazy when I got the email. I was like, I couldn't hold it in. I was so excited. Um, I mean, it's so cool to play with so many different girls from different states. Like you're girls from Tassie and NT that you don't usually play against, which is amazing. But um, yeah, getting to play with a few of the Giants girls that we verse a lot through our academies was really cool. Like seeing seeing especially all the coaches come together with all their different coaching styles. Um, it was pretty tricky, but, yeah, it was really good um, getting to travel with all the girls as well. That's good. Who, who's been one – you mentioned playing for the Allies and in the Swans Academy. So who was one of the toughest opponents you've had to match up on um, in the competitions you've been in so far this year? Um, oh, I would probably say Havana Harris, who plays for the Suns and was in the um, Queensland team. Her, <laughs> I was like, up against her in the – she was just like 
it was crazy. Her athleticism is ridiculous. Um, trying to keep up with her was was definitely a challenge. But um, no, she was definitely one of my toughest opponents this year. It's good. Who are the Swans Academies taking you under their wing in terms of the players at the AFW? So obviously you would mingle around and being in the part of the academy with some of the AFW girls. Who's someone that's kind of helped you along the way and helped you in this process of the draft coming up as well and throughout the year in general? Yeah, like all the girls at um, the W team have been amazing um, this year, but one of them would have to be Brooke Lachlan. She yeah. started helping in the academy last year, so we got to do a lot with her, which was really cool. Um, and getting to speak to her about what it's like being an AFLW player and the cool experience mm. she gets to yeah have. But, um, yeah, definitely Brooke, especially with her in the forward line and all the knowledge she has from all the years playing footy. But another one for me would probably be Beck Privatelli, who I've worked yeah. with this season with, like, my forward craft and all that, and she's been amazing. Like, oh, I, I kind of – it's so it's so good getting to speak to the girls and, yeah. Mm. So, obviously, Privatelli had a great year before that injury late in the season. And then you mentioned Brooke. Oh, I had Holly Cooper on last week. I was a part of the Swans Academy and now is officially a Swans player as well. And she mentioned Brooke as well. So, it's good to see that these players that are also involved – not only as a player in AFW, they're also helping out in other levels as well. Yeah, they've like she gives up her time so much to help up to help us girls improve our footy. Like she just loves the game so much, and we all like really appreciate. It. We've learned so much since she's come in, which has been amazing. But yeah, she's definitely we all look up to. That's good. So when I had Holly on, she was saying that she was one of many train-on players through the academy to be part of the women's team. Were you one of the train-on players? And if so. Were you able to mingle with the uh, players in terms of in training and how how was it to match up on some of the better defenders in the team? Yeah, I was lucky enough to be selected as a trainer on this season, which was amazing. Um, couldn't have asked for a better team to train with. The girls are all so nice and, like, just took us all under their wings and helped us um, improve our footy. But I've got Bella Smith was the start of the season when I was up against her in, in the back line. I was in the forward line. She was just so strong. Like, it's crazy to um, go up against those girls and, yeah, in training. But her and um, BT yeah. were, yeah, I was up against BT the end of the season. She's so strong. Yeah. Like, yes. you try and push against them, they just push straight back. Like, it's it's really cool to train with them all and get to see what it's like in a real game. Yeah. You mentioned Bella, but I've had BT on the podcast twice and um, is she – and I've had a lot of Sydney players on as well, probably about six or seven, and they've all pumped her up real well. And she's had a great season and doesn't like pumping herself up, which I understand a lot of players don't like pumping themselves up as much. But she has been really good. And she said um, she had a break a year and probably a bit stiff not getting the All-Australian team or squad even. Mm, yeah, she's had a great, like, a breakout season. She's played so well. Um, definitely uh, um, in the back line. She's held it up so strong. Just her leadership, mm. especially, I've seen. It's definitely it's improved so much. And, just, yeah, her strength in the back line is crazy. But, yeah, she definitely should have at least gotten, um, I reckon, All-Australian because she's had a great season. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Um, so the draft in around three weeks' time, how are you feeling heading into that period? And, uh, yeah, speaking to many clubs lately? Um, yeah, it's so weird to think that it's so close. Like, you think mm. about a couple of months and then, to realise that it's, it's not that far away. It's pretty scary. But um, I've spoken to a few clubs and it's just so, so cool to, like, get to speak to them all and see, what like, the different clubs and what they offer and, yeah, their different training styles. But, um, no, it's been so cool 
going into the interviews, which is definitely nerve wracking at the start, but you get the hang of it. Yeah, it's been really cool. How was, you don't have to say who, but who? how was your very first club interaction in terms of the meetings and the interviews and everything? How did you feel going in compared to how you came out of it? Oh, yeah, I was, I was definitely nervous, that's for sure. But, um, no, once I, came, once I went in, they were so nice. Like, it's really chill. Um, not so much about your footy, but just about who you are and how you've, like, grown up, what you've done with your, like, family and all that stuff. So, yeah, they definitely make it a full experience and, like, stressful at all, which was really nice. So I came out of that feeling pretty good and, yeah, looking was looking forward to some more interviews. Well, that's good. So obviously that's good that you got some confidence out of the first one to then for any other one coming up, yeah, that's pretty cruisy then in the end. Yeah, it definitely helped getting the first one out of the way just to gain yeah. a bit of yourself. But, yeah, that was really good. That's right. Uh, now I have to ask this because a lot of people get these odd type of recruiting questions. Is there any weird or odd recruiting questions that maybe surprised you that you got asked? I haven't had any odd ones, which I've been really surprised about. Pretty lucky. But, um, no, I definitely <laughs> have ones <laughs> i've heard i'm sure you've heard of some examples of something that some people have had in the past like if you're a car which car would you be dead or alive who would you go out for dinner with um some odd questions like that um so you haven't had nothing to that level at all no i've been lucky out of those weird ones <laughs> very very lucky uh, now obviously the draft is said in three weeks time um have you have you gone for the national or have you gone for the state with new south wales um i've definitely put in for the national full just to nice. get my better chance um yeah i really want to play a for w that's my goal so yeah. happy to go anywhere um swans would be amazing but yeah whatever happens that's right so i mean like you said you, you know to keep your best chance keep all options open because if you obviously then unless you're so certain about a certain state you're in i mean you limit your options dramatically and to keep it obviously open then you're at all 18 options there so that's the smart way to go about it. Thoughts on your season, though, so far? Obviously, we mentioned that strong game you get against the Bush Rangers, but overall for your season in the Coach League and for the Allies, how did you feel overall you went? Yeah, I was I was definitely happy with my season this year. There was a couple games where I was like, I came off not feeling too great and was a bit bit bummed with my performance. But, um, yeah, I was really yeah. happy with my overall performance. And, yeah. Who, who would be a player that you like to watch and kind of model your game off a little bit um i have two that i watch quite a bit which would be beck privatelli um yeah. and just their like um strength in the forward line is ridiculous their aerial marks and kicks like being a tall forward definitely watching those two just to get notes and yeah see how I can mm. come it's a good good place to to go off because obviously both very very good place kate Hall and Privatelli. Um, favorite teammate at Swans Academy or part of the Allies teams that you have? Um, I would have those like, all the girls. I love so much. They're like some of my best friends. Um, so it's definitely hard to choose. But I also my train buddy Morris. <laughs> so what was that? Just dropped out a bit. What was that? Liv Morris. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. One of my closest friends that I've made through footy. That's good. So you obviously mentioned some of the Sydney girls you had in contact with before, but do you still keep in contact with any of them kind of in the semi-off-season period? And um, and they've given you have they given you any advice about this draft journey within within these three weeks to go? Yeah, they just like, they just tell you not to stress. Like 
everything will work out, how it's meant to work out and not to focus too much on it, just to keep training. Um, we're lucky enough to have Brooke as one of our academy coaches. So, yeah. and like Dave and Bron, who are the coaches for the W team. Um, yeah, they we've started pre-season now with um, academy. So they've been there helping us all out. To, and yeah, it's been cool. But yeah, they've just said not to stress out and to, yeah, just go about your day. That's good. Uh, now, I'm sure you'll recall the goal from Danielle Ponta from the centre screen in the AFLW at the start of, year, start of the year. Do you feel that you'd be able to replicate that moment or someone in the team that can or someone that thinks they can that really cannot? <laughs> um, I mean, that would be great if I could replicate that. But um, mm. I feel oh, that was a ridiculous goal. Crazy. Mm. Um, someone, oh, this, I, there's so many girls that I reckon could do that. But, um, Oh, who got, I reckon Marnie Robinson. I reckon if you get her in the be able to do it. Um, yeah. Right, um, nicknames. Any nicknames that you get that you like or don't like? Um, my footy nickname is Kenny. So okay. But what most people call me. Um, but yeah, that's sort of my only nickname. Fair enough, that's all right. Less, less the better, I say. Um. Yeah. Any coaches? Any coaches' pet at either the academy or in the allies team? Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe some people would say so, but no, I'm definitely close with all the coaches. Would probably wouldn't say coaches' pet, but I get along with them all. Okay, nice. That's good. Any outside of footy interests that you have? Any hobbies that you like doing outside of footy? Um. Oh, I just. Oh. I don't know. Sort of like I like surfing just for a bit of fun with friends. Um, nothing serious, but yeah. Okay. Kind of like so, so you wouldn't consider yourself then a pro surfer? Definitely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what's the best goal? You mentioned earlier, but your best individual games you've played in. Um, what's the best goal though you ever kicked in? Is there any on an opposite foot, on the boundary, a check side, torp, anything like that? Yeah. Oh. One of the ones that would be up there that I can remember would be from the Murray Bush Rangers game. I I took probably I think it was like forty out maybe, um, yep. and then yeah, off one step got a goal, which was pretty cool. Wasn't expecting it at all, but yeah. Take them how they. No matter how it comes, you'd take, especially being a forward. Um, take any goal you can get. Now, if you could describe your dream. AFLW scenario, what would it be? <laughs> like game-wise? Yeah, oh, necessarily. So it could be a combination of things like team you play for, play alongside, um, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. Um, well, Swans, that would be the team. Um, the Swans team now, they're all amazing, so I wouldn't, wouldn't change any of those girls. Um, but, yeah, that would probably be the dream scenario. Get to stay in Sydney close to the family, which would be cool. Very true. Uh, obviously, the BNF, uh, the best and fairest in the AFW Awards was last over Mon Conte, obviously winning pretty comfortably in the end, which was not a surprise that she won, but a surprise probably in the margin that it was. Uh, who do you feel was the best player in the competition this year? Um, oh, I was I was expecting Jazz Garner and Laura Garden to be up there. Yes, um, I was a bit shocked about that, but I reckon Laura Garner has a break has a had a breakout season with the Swans, like. So. Yeah. 
good influence in the through the middle and everything. But yeah, I reckon she should have been further up to the top. I reckon. I understand. Agree. Oh, I was. I don't know. Off the top of my end, I think it was roughly around maybe six to eight votes. Laura Gunn, and I could not believe that. You know. I mean, I could say a lot of things about the votes in general, but I, that was the one that shocked me out of everything. That that was the one that shocked me the most, how she can be one of the best players this year. And in my votes that I did, she was actually second, I think, or equal second. So she was very close up there. And to see her as six and then see some players that were fine but were nowhere near the level she was on to get more votes, I thought it was a really, really odd. But anyway, that's my yeah. true sense on that. I didn't – I thought it was weird. Um, so – who loves the limelight, the attention in the camera at the Swans Academy or the Allies team and then they just, just cannot get enough and they know where the camera is to over-celebrate or anything like that? Oh, this is the hard one. I've got to say, there's a couple. There's definitely a couple of them that notice notice it. But, um, oh, who can I say? I know, um, oh, no. Oh, this is a tricky one. Um, it is. I'll say Ella Park. She loves a bit of a celebration after a goal, but um, no. there's definitely a few of them that are that are up there with their celebrations and know where their camera is. I reckon. <laughs> so, is there any particular celebration you mentioned there about goal celebrations? Is there any particular goal celebrations they do? Do they change them up, or is there what their one go-to celebration? No matter the time of the game, the margin, and they'll just still pull it out. Oh, there's definitely a few that that jump jump on each other. But, um, okay. yeah, there's there's a few crazy celebrations. I'm not a big fan of the celebrations. I like to keep it nice and subtle. But, yeah, there's definitely yeah. in the teams that I've played in, like to have a bit of celebration after. Keeping it modest, that's fair. Um, Mark or goal the year, which one would you rather take? Oh, that's a tricky one. Mm. Uh, oh, I'd have to say, I reckon Mark of the Year would be pretty cool. Any particular reason why? Obviously, all the people I've had on, I'm literally in split answers every time. So why in particular do you feel Mark would be? And being a forward too, surprisingly, to a degree, <laughs> a goal. Or oh, because you take those regularly, it's, I want to do the other. Yeah. Um, I just feel like the Mark looks cool if you do it well. <laughs> yeah. but you get your photo, you get a photo if you're lucky enough for it to be captured, whereas the goal is good, but you have to, it's a video form where the photo you could post it as a profile pic and everything like that, so you got a good snapshot. Yeah, exactly. Who, who would be someone to do something miraculous like a goal of the year or a mark of the year, and they'd be one to intentionally go and post it on their socials and either, or replay it over and over and over again? <laughs> um. Oh, I might say Serena Bork for this one. I reckon if she took a good mark, we'd be at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. If you could poach any player or players from another club to join, let's say, hypothetically, the Swans, who would you like to poach and why? Oh, this is a good question. Um, oh, who would I take? There's so many. Come on, this is an odd one. Designed um, <laughs> oh. <Designed>, yeah. <laughs> Um, probably Kate Shearlaw. No, oh, an interesting one. Very good key forward, yeah. Yeah, next year, tall forward. Um, I mean, Mon Conti, that would be a pretty good midfield if we had her. Um, yes, especially yeah. after she went last night. Yeah, she, 
she had obviously a terrific season as well. Um, Rising starts here, obviously this year, they announced the last one that Zali Goldsby just pipped Ali Morford by a vote. Um, who did you have going in for that? And do you feel that if Morf played the last three home and away games, that that could have impacted their decision? Or how did you feel about that? Because for me, I had I had a three-way tie. I had Morf, I had Goldsworthy, and I had Ali Roberts purely because the fact of, you know, I couldn't split the three. Like, I'd mount a case for one player. I go, oh, yeah, that, yep, yeah, no, nah, they got it. And then I'm like, oh, what about so-and-so and so-and-so. So, like, you couldn't split them. Oh, that was – when I saw the end votes, I was shocked that Morph only lost by one, especially mm. the last three games of the season. But I reckon, yeah, if she if she played those, I reckon she would have topped Zali Goldsworthy. But, um, yeah, yeah had Zali Goldsworthy to win. Yeah, I mean, Zali's a terrific and deserving winner. But, yeah, it could have gone either way in uh, – yeah, that was an interesting count. And that was, that was at least one of the awards that was not – an obvious one, and just generally line ball as well to see who could get that. Um, obviously, North and Brisbane in the grand final this week. Who, who who have you got getting the win and why? Oh, I've got to say North. Um, I don't know. Just I reckon they I reckon they could get on top of Brisbane. Um, should be a good game though. Hopefully, it's as close as it was on the weekend. That's yeah. be- right. That it will be good. North have been obviously in their maiden grand final appearance. Obviously, Brisbane have. Always been up there, like the Crows in Melbourne. So it'd be nice to see an outside of those three win it this year. Um, now, defenders, obviously, they don't get as much love as they probably should, obviously, with the the medal or the BNF medal and the women's and the Brownlow and the men's. It's always basically described as a midfielders award. And then with being a key forward, you know that the Coleman race is a forwards award. But there's no form of a defenders award. And Ruckman's starting to get noticed a little bit more in the, uh, in the voting as well. But should you feel there should be some form of a defenders award? Uh, coming from mid, from a rocker than a forward, but um, no, obviously I feel like they need to be recognised a bit more than they are. So I reckon a defenders award would be, yeah, would be good for them. It would be, and an official title to obviously you hear all these awards online and like you know, uh, mark of the year and all that type of stuff as well. But to have a natural recognition would be pretty good. And I mean, I think it's overdue to be honest, because as I said, with all those other awards that kind of are around the other positions, it'd be. Nice to have their own form. I don't know what you'd call it, but um, obviously Danny Frawley, the late Danny Frawley, had the golden fist on Fox. So that it's something like that type of award and voting system where it's only defenders only that get votes. Um, that could be something they could do. Who's some teammates you've been impressed by, either at the Academy, at the Swans, or in the Allies team as well, that kind of flies under the radar a little bit that should get a bit more attention? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a few of them. Um, from the Academy, it would be Bonnie Robinson. Um, yeah, she's had a, a great season. Obviously, been injured a couple of times, but um, no, she's definitely one that I've I noticed a lot. Um, and then allies, probably Georgia Clark, um, who was in the forward line, like just so strong. Mm-hmm. Appearance is crazy. Um, yeah, she's definitely had a great season, and yeah, underrated. I reckon. That's good. Interstate trips. Are you a fan of interstate trips? Yeah, I love them. They're so it's so cool. I love traveling. So, is there any particular reason, like compared to a game day, is it because you get to bond with the team a bit more compared to where it's a home game? You kind of just go from home or wherever you're coming from, and you're just with them when you're there. And with the interstate trip, you're probably there the day before with them, or even a couple of days sometimes. Yeah, it's just it's just cool to hang out with the with the girls before the game. Um, it's such a cool experience getting to travel as well, like to play the sport you love and getting to, you know, travel quite a bit. It's really cool. 
Who did you grow up bagging for? Was it the Swans or was it someone else? Oh, I've been a Swannies fan my whole life. Um, yeah, my dad and brother um, have always been into so I've always been around the sport, going to games with them. But, yeah, I've always always followed the Swans. Well, that's good. So it makes it even more sweeter then when you joined the academy as well. Yeah, that was – it was so cool, especially getting, like, the uniform for the first time. Yeah. That was, that was so cool, yeah. Who's some of your favourite players in, for both the men's and women's ones for the Swans? Um, growing up, I I love Sam Reid. He was definitely yep. one of my favourite players. Um, and probably like Luke Parker. Um, but the, I love all the W girls. Like I couldn't pick a favourite. They're all just amazing. That's fair. Keep your options open. Um, now, obviously, Zali Goldsworth in her speech last night, they asked her who some of her favourite Hawthorne players were growing up, and she said Matt Spanger. So it's interesting to see that you've picked Sam Reid, obviously still a decent player, obviously now obviously back towards the back end. But it's nice to see a name that gets mentioned of being a favourite player. That's not always the bigger names too, or the best of the best, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I liked him growing up. Well, Is no- it because it was more of a forward as well? Oh, I don't know. Just I just like the way he played, you know. Yeah, through the forward line in the ruck as well. Yeah, he could pinch it in a few and play in the back line at some point as well. A few more questions for you. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, what's one of the best off-field stories at the club in terms of like someone that's had a tough journey or someone that's come from another country or someone that's had some struggles along the way and they're just happy with how they're potentially going as well? Um, I think I'm going to say Holly Cooper for this one, only coming into the academy a couple of years ago. She's yeah. just improved so much and it's so cool for her to get drafted to the Swans, which is amazing. Um, but, yeah, she's definitely one that I've, um, yeah, been following since she's, like, come to the academy. Um, it's so cool for her. I'm so happy. Mm, that's good. Yeah, she, she deserved the spot. And one final question, appreciate you coming on. Uh, what's something someone does at the club, either at the academy or the allies, that you just cannot stand? It's just something that's, like, it's not like they try and scare someone, jump out of a bin. I know a lot of the Swans girls actually have done that. Cynthia Hamilton's been victim and been the person doing it as well. So if you had anything like that, actually, while you've been at the Swans as well, in the when you mingle with the women's team, is a train on? Um, I haven't personally, but there's. I don't think many of the girls that from the academy do do too much. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> it's good. So. You haven't been part of the master planning to scare any of those players? Um, I have not, unfortunately, but I would love Kendra, <laughs> uh, I really appreciate you coming on. All the best for the draft in three weeks. Don't know if you dream to realise whether that's at the Swans or anywhere else. appreciate you coming on and thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Really enjoyed it.